Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting for the Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We gotta do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denar, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Super fan. 
To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT. Super fantastic family. Today is Hump Day Wednesday, August 11, 2021. Raven 98 here, along with. Okay, good morning, TNT. All right. We are here. Even though I didn't think we were going to be. Because uh, I kept looking and looking and saying, oh, I guess we're not doing a call with that. All right. (laughs) Here we are. Nobody's hitting me nothing else, but here we are. All right. What's a good word? Anything? All quiet. All quiet. I'm still running around. Was that any questions? Uh, Let's double check to... um... See what the questions like. Four questions. Looks like four people with questions. Four questions. Four questions. All right. Sorry about that. All right. Are you good questions? Um. Sure. All questions are good questions. Man, that's... Okay. <laughs> I'll see, that took a while. All right, guys. What you want to know, I'm trying to put that right up front for everybody. So, yeah, no, Texas is not in. We haven't been notified, haven't been given another day. Now, with that, I'm going to tell you the banks still think it's this week. They call... Yesterday, really excited. As um, some people told me, most excited they've been, not ever, but in a long time. So, and uh, I did get out of uh, D.C. that uh, supposedly they set new dates, time frame. And what you guys want to know is Iraq is having a meeting at the end of the month with all the countries in the surrounding area, with the U.S., and they've invited Russia to attend, uh, supposedly to settle, finalize things, or reintroduce Iraq as a central point amongst all of them since they are now being referred to as the middleman. So our only question is <coughs> do they do that and present themselves 
as a poor nation where 50% of their population is unemployed and living below the poverty level, but somehow they're supposed to have power, strength, riches, or do they present themselves as the fifth riches of all? That's the question. Which one do you think? <coughs> um, I really like the fact that uh, all these people have been telling you money is flowing, started flowing, and everything else. And yesterday, somehow or another, I don't know how, they switched their tune, and all of a sudden, nobody's getting any money, and nobody was ever paid. It was all fictional. But that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just means it hasn't happened. That doesn't mean we're not going to have to get ready. We should already be ready. Because the positive side is it's coming. Iraq itself is saying that the uh, information for the white paper, the economy, should be in the 22 budget if anything in the white paper is going to work. If their economic reform is going to work, it should be in the 22 budget because then it was already in the 21 budget to get it started. But they have to implement it. They're going uh, in, in both directions saying that the 22 budget needs to be done prior to the election. It needs to be submitted September and be completed. But there's both sides because there's the people who don't want it to happen, obviously saying you can't make a budget for the next government. They have to do their own budget, so it needs to wait until then. How are you going to make decisions for the next government on what they're going to want and not want, which we know that, just like ours, from one to the other. Uh, doesn't make sense, but, they can, but we have to have it. I don't know if they have to have the complete budget, but you have to have the right numbers to do the budget. So they selected $55 a barrel is what they said they're going to do the 22 budget in when all this morning has dropped. But it's down to $69 from 72 But that was at the request of the U.S. They asked OPEC to up their production so the gas prices in the U.S. would go down, which makes it go down everywhere, or the value go down. So, again, I said, man, they missed the opportunity again. Again, the good thing, Treasury is still saying we're just waiting for the go. Banks are saying they got a new window. They're excited about it. think everything's going to happen. I don't know if it's because the infrastructure bill passed yesterday on the two trillion. I don't know if it's because the uh, $3.4 trillion has already gone through the Senate and has to go to the House for the next one. But that money had to come from somewhere, right? Well, I mean, you know, they can print all they want. But it's changing our economy, so our white people, our deal is these two infrastructure deals, just what Iraq is in, in their white paper. They're rebuilding and building 15 new cities. But they're also building everything else, schools, uh, you know, redoing hospitals, uh, redoing uh, apartment complexes or housing. 
They're, they're building everything. Well, now so are we, right? With the infrastructure build, that, that's what it's about. We're building bridges, roadways, internet, uh, electric system, creating jobs going forward. That's what Iraq is looking at. So there are three cities today where they are um, taking 404 suggestions because it was been being subliminal. As she asked the question, she was suggesting. So they are in an uproar today. They are protesting, blocking the streets because they want the jobs they've been promised. And they're getting tired of waiting. Just like I said, we could see it in October again. You could just blow up in their face. But yes, it has begun. All right, let's get to some good stuff. What's the questions? Okay. Sadie says, with the latest vote last night on the $1 trillion infrastructure bill expected to be paid for by the RV? I don't know that it's expected to be paid for by the RV, but, I mean, it makes sense for the RV to happen to generate the economy. Now, you guys that also understand the infrastructure bill itself, the money goes out, create jobs, and my partner like to say, every time somebody spends a dollar, the goal is to get that dollar to touch 10 different hands before it comes back to the treasury. So that $1 affects 10 people. So in and of itself, the infrastructure bill, you know, if it starts building, then the company makes money. His employees make money. They go out and buy new cars, new houses, new boats, new trains. They all make money. Maintenance makes money. Every time somebody buys a new house, move to a different neighborhood, now the maintenance company makes money. The lawn maintenance company, the pool maintenance company, the, you know, they, everybody. So that dollar is going on. So they could be using that. Does it make sense? The only thing that this makes sense for the RV guys is yes, to wipe out the deficit because it's like, you know, money coming from the sky for them to let us help them rebuild the economy because we're all going to be spending money if nothing else. Even if we don't know what to do with it, we want to spend it and put it back into the streets with people who do know what to do with with it. So does it help? Absolutely. Is it easier to even get through if they know it's coming? Well, that would make sense because they're trying to figure out where is it coming from. But you got to remember the infrastructures, just like in Iraq, is not a one-time thing, not a one-year thing. The deal is over the next 10 years the money is supposed to be paid for these infrastructures. Over 10 years. Just like Iraq saying this is a five-year plan. This morning they're saying, hey, we need a 10-year plan for how this money is going to come and grow and things don't happen overnight. Are we glad to see the infrastructure plan go through? Yes. Senate already approved the 3.5 budget plan already. Now you got to wait for the House. So there's a bunch of money coming in our economy. 
but they can't just hand it out, stand on the street and hand it out. It takes time. And even though those bills get approved, and, and we should really understand what Iraq is going through. They got 6,000 projects. But that don't mean they can start 6,000 projects on Friday. Start paying everybody, hire everybody, and so on. So it still takes time. Different people have to decide different positions, and, and as the thing grows, but the approval is there. Okay? So does it help us? I think yes. Is it all about the infrastructure? No. Good. Circ 7 says, what is an important question we should be asking that you feel we have overlooked or missed? Oh, my God. You back to that? <laughs> the only important question you should be asking, I think, or the most important question is, Tony, do you believe this will ever happen? Because I know it's crazy, it's ludicrous and everything else, and it's taking longer than we want. But the answer is yes. So I was just on a call before the call started. Actually, was on the call with me. And I said, regardless, because I did give him some information that I'm not putting out here on the call, which is the date. But I said, regardless, if it happens, doesn't happen, or what they think happens, just get more currency. Because that's the only way you can't lose is to get more. And I said before, if they keep extending it out, then I just keep getting richer. That's how I look at it. And when that day comes, I'm going to be way beyond my wildest dreams if I could just spend an extra $50 a week. It's going to be way beyond my wildest dreams. So, all right, what's next? Okay, let's see. Um, he also says um, his son Adam was happy to hear you say his name on on birthday, July the twenty third. Or I guess to hear me say his name. See, he, he told me not to tell you this, but he's thankful Tony didn't have to sing happy birthday to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Sunstar says, number one, do you think Iraq has enough money to build up in their reserves to release the RV? Do I think Iraq has enough in their reserves? So, um, we know back a year ago, two years ago, they were at $90 billion, which was perfect to release the reserves. We know that um, in June, they were at $63 billion. Well, this is August, right? Yeah. But we also know in July, they put out this last month, they said they want to be at $80 billion. And the currency revalue. That's the number they said would be perfect if their reserves could get to eighty billion. I said, Well, do they really need to be at eighty billion? No. Did they really tell us that? I don't know. But they were at sixty three billion in June. They gotta be at seventy billion by now, if not more. So it could happen at any moment. 
I do think they have sufficient reserves to do it. This is what they're concerned with, guys. And the longer they wait, the more it becomes a reality. I'm true to you. They're concerned with revaluing the currency today and then the pandemic starts tomorrow. Then oil goes down to $30, $40 again, and they revalue the currency that is now a worthless currency again or puts them in debt. And there's no plan to rebuild the economy. It could happen. And that's what they're saying, that if we just base everything on oil now, because supposedly we've learned better, then our economy, our currency, while they're still based on the whims of OPEC, no hope group, and, and the price of oil, and can go down. So we have to have some kind of semblance of a diversified economy involving the private sector because the government can't support everybody. So they at least want to get it started, want to have the plan out there where it makes sense, want to have the other countries involved because when the price of oil does go down, they're going to need those other investors and countries involved in it to keep it up. So that is their concern. As we look at our numbers arising here with the Delta variant, I mean, look at it. If we look at the rest of the country's numbers that are rising, if we look at the fact that most state people are talking about a mass plan, where we were last year, we're going right back down the same road. Come October, November, restaurants will be closed again, businesses will be closed, or they'd be, you know, only half capacity and and everything else. We're not traveling again. Oil could go down again. I mean, so the longer they wait, the more likely it is to happen. So I'm hoping they do it right now. But that is what they're looking at. Okay. And they're actually looking at it um, and, and having news articles about it. So it's not just what Tony says, it's what they're saying. But I can tell you that's where we're going because my eyes are open. All right, what's next? Okay, you got an answer. Number two question. That was about prices of the barrels of oil and COVID. So number three says, are the contractors in Iraq paying their employees the new dinar rate on their payroll checks? No. No. Because they, 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 they paid them the, the old rate, yeah. Good. Okay. And then number four, are they seeing any new rates on the bank screens? No. Um, no new rates. I did ask that. Didn't I ask that on Friday or Monday? Sure. I think you Didn't said you were going to right ask now. it. Yeah. But, uh, oh. but anyway. All right, I'm asking All right, right Felicia. Now. Felicia, she needs to change your name. <laughs> yeah, Felicia says you stated the banks have a new window. What would that be? But you did say the end of the month. I don't know. Okay, and yeah, no. and I'll go one step further. No, I said by the end of the month if they want it, but they have a a, 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 a target 
update a window within there. So it definitely said it should be up by the end of the month. Actually, by the time the meeting occurs, but we'll see what happens in reality. Right. I'll let you get into this just like you. Do what? He said, that's what I had on my mind was the, the meeting. He said Iraq was going to meet with several countries at the end oh, of the month. Yeah, at the end of the month. Yeah. They're hoping for it to be done by that time. Okay, let's go to the callers then. 512 area code, you are first. Greetings. How are you guys today? Man, tabulous, sir. To the nth degree. And yourself. Hey, um, I'm, I'm good. So I did just get an answer, and they said, no, they cannot see the rates on the screen. They cannot see rates on the screen. All right, I'm super fantastic. How are you doing, sir? Man. I am super fantastic. Herbal mom from ATX on the line. Mr. Oh, Tony. okay. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm trying to read this, too. I'm sorry. All right, great. No. No problem. I was just curious. Did uh, was Parliament dissolved? I think that was supposed to happen this week. Is there were talk about that happening. They were supposed to um, leave today. My understanding, or um, they said, go on recess now until September the tenth. And and come back, but they're supposed to be dissolved on October the seventh. Ah, gotcha. Three days before and, the election. Oh, okay. And then I was just kind of curious, why isn't uh, it important now, really, to have Parliament and the Prime Minister in place? Because it seems like all of the years prior to now. That was a priority. It was like everything depended on them having a prime minister in place, the parliament in place before they could release the RV. But it seems like it's not of high priority now. It's kind of like they are on the sidelines. And I was just well, wondering. Well, because they have, they have a prime minister in place. Al Kazim. He is the right. prime minister. They have parliament, House of Representatives. So they're not. We're not waiting for that to be put together because it is together. Our, our thing is let's get it done before it falls apart. Now, after October the 10th, after they vote, everything else, then they might say, hey, we're waiting to finalize the new administration or the new prime minister. And we all know that's not going to happen until February, March of next year just because of the way they operate and the way they string it out all the time. So that's why we want it. Now, they've expressed to us and told us the country is stable, financial going. If al Kazimi could keep doing that, could CBI change it? Yeah, because they don't need them to do it. Okay. They've expressed and told us enough times now, CBI makes that decision. That's their decision to make at the proper time. Do they have the authority to make it? Yeah. Is the timing right? It is today. And I'm telling you guys, and I say I'm no smarter than anybody else, but I do have my eyes open. I do see what has happened in the past when they started rioting or demonstrating, 
and by the end of October, what it turned out to be and why a body is gone. Because it got crazy. Okay. If they're starting again, hey, you guys been telling me this for a whole year. I'm tired of it once again. We're going into winter. Nothing you said happened. We don't want to hear it. Uh, they can tell Alcazin, we gave you your year to make, you know, dream come true. You didn't. But at the same time, I think just like they did when he went to D.C., did everything to make him look good. They're going to want to do this to make him look good because he may still be there after the election. Okay. Well, that kind of clarifies that for me. I appreciate you guys taking the call this morning. Have a great day. Okay. Thank Thank you. you. 404, Erico, you are on. Hi, Tony. Hi, Tony. Hi, Ray. Again, appreciate Hi. your tenacity in helping us connect the dots here. Um, if I can revisit some of the comments in your opening monologue where you're saying that the banks are still thinking that it's this week and they've not been this excited for a long time. Where in that ratio is Texas falling? Are they even saying that they are feeling that way. You did say that Texas was not in as far as their bank personnel. And and where do the other bank personnel, are they sitting there at the exchange centers or have they been given a hiatus and asked to come in within a designated time frame? I realize that's three or four questions, but you're good at that. You're answering. It's okay. Let me see. Um, Hold on. I'm actually asking right now, since you said that. See if I can find out. But I will tell you, nothing from Texas at all. So they haven't been given the time frame or anything else. This was um, uh, New York, New Jersey, Wisconsin, Florida. They are the ones that are excited. Still top five banks. They were the ones giving the information. I just didn't get anything from Texas. So I didn't really ask them maybe you guys want to stay about a two-hour alert or whatever, but I did say it. Um, so we'll see what they say before we hang up. Have the Texas folks kind of given up on even getting an updated at this point since it's been such a long time since they had gotten one? What's the status on, on that? Well, I think the Texas folks are realizing what me and you knew all the time. They're just a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> just, uh, I didn't so say that. I didn't all. So if an imaginary bus lady is listening, I didn't say that. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth, sir. Okay. Um, as as uh I'm also curious with respect to all of your uh, sources, uh, both here uh, on this side of the the water as well as those over in Iraq and the Middle East. Have you noticed that they are starting to become a little bit more um, quiet? Uh, um, What's their cooperation level? Are they kind of uh, going dormant? how, How would you compare that to how they were, say, several months ago? Okay, so every month, guys, you got to realize this. Just like every year, the the information slows down 
because things have been accomplished. So there's less and less to be done every time until we get to the point where they're saying, hey, we're just waiting to go. So, I mean, the, the structure is there, the rates are there, screens, uh, the procedures are all completed. We all know what we're going to do, when we're going to do it. So those things we no longer have to go through. So we're waiting for everybody to say 8 o'clock tomorrow, 10 o'clock on Saturday, or, you know, next two hours. And that's not happening. The important thing to know and realize is you're frustrated and I'm frustrated. And they must really be frustrated because my guys are getting – well, they have their cards. They keep getting the rate. They got to use, somebody asked about the rate earlier, when they got their money in their card last month, they got to use it. Listen, out of country, I'm pretty sure I told you guys this, to pay their their school dues, to pay some other kind of fee. They had four things that they could pay for, and they gave it to them at the new rate using that card. And I actually had guys here in the U.S., who actually did that. So I know that part worked, but it told them this is what it's going to be and it's going to be in the future. So they got to be more frustrated than I am. I actually used this to pay my school fees, but I couldn't buy my Bentley with it. Pissed me off. You know what I mean? So so it's there. I'm saying I get frustrated because I hear it all the time. You guys get frustrated because you do. I know everybody's is giving us what they have at certain levels. The only thing that I feel could be better than what I have, you know, me and Biden was having a daily conversation. <laughs> you know, he is, and, 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 and the Pentagon source was, was direct to me. Uh, like it used to be, I'd be called, okay, I'm going to call him, I'm going to call you back. Call him, call you back. And, and, and we get that, you know, right out of, uh, right out of the Pentagon, because that's where it was coming from. So as years go by, I start leaking stuff out. I guess they noticed it. So anyway, do we do that now, though? Because there's nothing for them to give us. They were giving us direction back then. Do this. Right. Say this. Make sure everybody understands. Well, we have all that. Now it's just about when do we go. And for that, basically, we can sit back and wait, but we still have our banking people on both sides or our personal contacts on both sides. You remember back when Maliki was there and we had guys at Parliament and I had them calling me on the phone during the Parliament session. Or right. I think we here. Maliki walked out the door, he laughed, he said, he looked at this, did this, and, and we're confirming it because we had people standing right there talking to us on the phone while things were happening. Well, we don't have that at the moment. There's nobody standing there talking to Al Cazini. I don't have that. Are those people still involved? Yeah, it's a different administration, though, just like our administration. There's some different things Mm -hmm. are happening, but we're still getting the basic information. Well, anything that we have learned throughout all of this process is patience. We're patiently waiting, and 10 days from whenever this happens, we know that's when our special TNT Super Fantastic Error Pay It Forward project is going to be. And it still would be nice if that were to be in August. So I sure hope that they do it sooner rather than later. But we wait. And, again, thanks for all your help. We sure do appreciate it. And enjoy your Wednesday. Have a great one. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.
But military okay. people have been taught that throughout our history. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and get in line and wait for four hours because you stand in line for four hours. <laughs> this is no different. Hurry up. Get it ready. Get it ready. Get ready. Let's just wait. And that's what we're doing. All right. 754, you are on. Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray, from beautiful Greetings. South Florida. It's a nice sunny day before that tropical storm comes here. Um, I'm a little confused on a couple of the things you said, Tony. Um, one of them is concerning um, the CBI and the Treasury. You said the Treasury is just waiting. I'm confused as to who has the final say in the release. If we're waiting for the CBI, what are we waiting for the Treasury for? If we're waiting for the Treasury, why is the CBI have anything to do with whether it goes or not? I know this is an Iraq deal, but please clear up that confusion because you keep mentioning both the CBI and our treasury. So which one are we actually waiting for? Okay, I'm going to clear that right now so the whole world knows. All right. Um, technically, we are waiting for the CBI to put out the word in Iraq that they're going to change their rate. That has to happen because it's their currency their central bank has to authorize it. So we are waiting for that. The whole world is waiting for that to happen. Now, realistically, we're waiting for the U.S. Treasury to tell Iraq, go ahead, you can do it now. Now, is that how every other country works? No. Is that how they work under the Status of Forces Agreement? Yes. We decide. We have veto power. So CBI wants to do it. They can want to do it all they want, and they have tried to do it. But when it comes to the U.S., it gets vetoed. So the U.S. can't veto it unless the CBI does it. And the CBI won't do it now until they get approval from the U.S. Look, we tried it three times. You guys won't let it through. So when are you going to let it through? When the Treasury says we're just waiting for the go, he means I'm on the 10th floor. I'm waiting for somebody on the 16th floor to say go. Who that is, so, why it is, when it is, I don't know. But I'm just waiting for him to say go. So if the CBI has is ready to go now, we don't know why the Treasury is denying their ability to go. And does Kazemi have any power over the CBI to say, look, the people need money. We need to let this go. We need to have business here. We need to have people coming here to stimulate our economy. We can't rely only on oil to get this economy going. Could, does okay, that so everybody it, knows that. Right, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody knows that. Now, there's two things that's going on. Everybody listen carefully. There is people who want to do the right thing. 
and there are people who don't want it to happen who are corrupt and doing everything they can to stop it. So if the CBI said, hey, let's go, because Iran wants us to go, Maliki wants us to go, Amiri wants us to go, all our guys so we can steal as much as possible, then the U.S. is going to say, no, you can't go. I'm going to veto it every time. Why? Because what we want is not in place. And that's what we want. We want your banks changed. Now, Al Kazimi just said that. Hey, we're in the middle of changing all the directors in the bank. Raffian Bank, the other bank, we're going to wipe them all out because we know they're crooked because they work for Maliki. So now we're going to replace all of them. And they're in the process of doing it already. Is that what we're waiting for? I, I can't say definitive that that's it. We know right now that the auctions need to stop because they're still in the money. But if they get their way, Maliki, Iran, everybody else, we can steal the money. And because the guy, he guy is not our guy, I mean, is our guy, we may keep doing the auctions, even though there's no reason for it. They know they had to stop the smuggling. They did at the borders. Remember, they said, hey, we came up with another $6 billion because we stopped the smuggling. Friday, what did they say? All down, they got these new exits and ports and border crossings that they're using illegally to keep smuggling. So now we got to go stop that. And see what happens here. The U.S. is looking at Well, when you guys get it, not under control, even maybe almost under control where we're at, then we're going to say, go ahead and do it. So what we know is they came here last month for a reason. The reason was to set the parameters to actually do this. That's why everybody came. Everybody came. So everybody understands this is where we need to be at. This is what needs to happen, and this is the time frame that we want it to happen. So, yes, they set a date. They set the parameters, everything else. And that's what we're looking at. As far as we see, what Iraqi citizens see who aren't on this call, they see the CBI making the decision. They see the CBI as the final yay, nay, go, stop, stay because they don't know the agreement under the Task Force Agreement and DOD that the U.S. still has veto power over their money. Now, they should know because why? They put out an article saying, hey, all of our money internationally is being controlled by the U.S. I don't know if you guys saw the article even last week. But the U.S. says we're protected. They're going to protect us even when we go international. Even when we change the rate, no other country is going to be able to come in and take our money because the U.S. is going to protect it under their laws. It says what? Again, we're still in charge of all of their money, all their finances, even when we change it. So I don't know if they cleared it up for you or not, but hopefully it did. TBI is in charge in Iraq. U.S. is in charge around the world. Okay, she's having a conversation. Okay. Um, My final question is, this 
the war was supposed to be paid for with the revaluation of the dinar. We're spending money in this, our government is spending money in this country like there's an untapped source, yet the people like us are paying huge prices at the pumps. We can't afford meat anymore. Truckers are complaining about the costs. Um, everything is going up here exponentially to where people can't afford it any longer to live. Now, the RV, we don't have this kind of money, these trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that the government is putting out there, but they're printing it anyway. Um, shouldn't we be seriously considering letting this happen? Because how much bigger can that debt in this country get before we become like Germany was with wheelbarrows to go buy a loaf of bread? I mean, a couple of steaks now at Costco is $72. Nobody could afford that anymore. So isn't it to our benefit to really look at them hard and say you've accomplished all this that we needed accomplished? You came here. It's time for your country to get moving, and it's time for our country to recoup what we've spent on you in the last 20 years. And then... I'm not saying it's not the plan, okay? But maybe they wanted to put this out there first. It is the plan to knock down the deficit, whatever it is. But you got to remember, the deal with Iraq and taking in the currency is over 30 years. That is what the deal was. It wasn't over five months or six months. So the fact that the Treasury has all this money, can buy all this oil, they're not going to pay it off in two years. Even when Clinton... And he didn't get nowhere near what we're about to get now because we weren't involved. He just got what the government did with Kuwait. And it still took him the whole term to wipe out the debt. He was a two-term president to wipe out the debt. This is not going to happen overnight. The fact that we are involved will that help the economy. You got to realize there's only 10 million of us, maybe 15 million of us. Out of 350 million people, how much are we going to affect it? And not only that, out of that 10, 15 million, the average person has less than a million dollars. The average person. So some of us are going to be filthy sister rich, but guess what? We do just what we always hate and hate to hear about. We flip over and we become the one percenters. Because now we're on the other side of the table those few that make it to the other side of the table. And believe it or not, I was having a conversation with some guys last night. And I said, the one thing you don't realize, or maybe we do realize, I don't care how righteous people are, but power corrupts. Money corrupts. So as bad as we hate taxes, we hate that the rich are getting away with it, we hate they doing that, you're about to be one of them, a whole lot of people, and they're going to be saying the same thing. I don't want to give them all my money. I don't want to pay all those taxes. Hey, I, I got a good friend of mine, which for years he always says that. He's a Republican, and he's black, <laughs> and he's a friend of mine, though. Yeah. But he always says, I got mine. Let them go get theirs. He didn't say that on his way up, but he definitely says that today. 
Sonny, I don't really give up. I worked and I got mine. Now they can go get theirs. A lot of you are going to become that. I know you said, no, I'm not. I'm never going to be like that. Yeah, but when they start taking 30, 40, 50% of your money, you're going to be exactly like that. Anyway, I'm saying we're going to have an impact, but they are not. Our economy is not waiting on us. It's not depending on us to change the whole U.S. economy. It just doesn't work that way. All right. Well, thank you for answering my questions today. And obviously Friday is Mahjong Day, so I will not be here. And I'm hoping Monday will be a money coming to us Monday. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, let me tell you something for you, girl, though. I'm absolutely uh, concerned about, you know, Florida, because you guys are having, what, your fourth, fifth tornado, I don't know, or hurricane coming in. um, I'm concerned with that. storm coming this way. Okay. And if you guys don't do something about your governor, and Corona, I'm going to have to put you in the basket with Texas. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> All right. 619, area code, you are on. Oh, all right. So the Six, bank is saying 619. Uh, they were told, hold on, they were told to be okay. prepared. Hold on. They're not at the exchange center or the call center. All right, 619. Hey, guys, you just answered my question, so thank you. I appreciate it. All right. All right, thank you, sir. Takes us to 360. You are on. Well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. Hey, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? Well, Tony, I uh, I've been making notes and stuff and and enjoying all this. Um, I'm good. I mean, I'm in good shape for the shape I'm in, which is what I always say, just about. So that leaves me a little bit of wiggle room and uh, lessons that I've learned from people that I admire. Uh, <laughs> and you know who one of them is. So I uh, yeah. I'm always a little comfortable if I got a little wiggle room to kind of get around things and find out stuff. Um, my notes today uh, center around four things. The sanctions that were just announced on the militias uh, for the I- Iranian militias that are in Iraq for their moving of arms and so forth. And my next note is all the BS about dissolving Parliament. And my third question is, um, is there any possibility that in order to cater to the Iranians, Biden is willing to hold this thing up? And because he's obviously trying to get on their good side, he sent them money. He's trying to coerce them back into the bargaining table on the nuclear deal while they're continuing to enrich uranium. And the fourth thing is the people are getting disgruntled, and I'm wondering if that's a relation to they don't want to go out in the streets and get shot again like they did last time, and nobody really has been called to task on that. So those are my four thoughts. 
And so if we could start with what do you see the influence of the sanctions on the Iranian militias that are in Iraq that have just been imposed by the U.S.? Okay. So, um, first of all, there were uh, Iraqi uh, parliament members complaining about it and citizens and talking about we have to defend Iraqis. Because these are Iraqis that are part of the militia. Two things I, I didn't like, but the main thing is that the militia is coming out. Hey, Ray, we got an echo here somewhere. Okay. Saying that they are defending the homeland, Iran. They're saying we're defending Iran and Iran's policies. That's what we're doing here. And the ones that were uh, attacking the convoys. And people, are, I mean, they made statements today saying they're defending Iran and its policies, which really is asinine to me. It doesn't make any sense. So now we come back and put sanctions on them, which I thought was a great thing to do. It should have been done a long time ago. But it's only in country. All it does is they don't do business with them, don't pay them, everything else, which is things we already knew. But by the fact that we put the sanctions on them, which Al Kazimi and the guys are doing right, justifiably do the things that they have to do. Not paying. So it's kind of supporting them. So I like the fact that they did it. Should have did it a long time ago. Because that's where the money's being smuggled to to get them uh, get it to Iran so Iran can now pay their salary. But now they're saying you can't do that in Iraq. You can't move any money into these people's bank accounts anyway whatsoever. Just another hurdle for them to overcome, which I'm sure they will. They'll stand in line and pay them cash as they need to do. You probably don't have it. So I agree with putting sanctions on them. What was the next one? Well, I described this BS about the dissolving of Parliament on the what the date that was yesterday or the day before, and now they now it's been moved to well three days before the election, and then and as you pointed out, they won't be able to claim that there's any kind of stable government until after it's in place, which will take what a year, you think? I mean, that was what I thought you you alluded to earlier. Okay, yeah, yep. yep. my fault. All right, Parliament was always supposed to be dissolved on October 7th, three days before the election, completely dissolved. If they had to do what they did today or yesterday, go on their vacation, hiatus, whatever, 60 days prior to the vote. So the reason for that was they wanted no new laws, implemented changes, people movement spots, all that, and they did that by um, sending them on vacation, the whole thing. But they had to start 60 days before. But it's only for a 30-day period of time because they come back in September. doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but that's their rules. They're, they're saying they're using this time to go and do their um, voting tours or propaganda tours or, you know, whatever they need to do. So it didn't make any sense, but it was their law, and they said if it didn't happen, then everything else after it was illegal. So hopefully it did happen today, so we don't have to fight that hurt. 
that they are completely dissolved, supposedly on October the 7th. Which doesn't matter because they can't make any new laws. They can't vote on anything prior to 60 days prior to the election. So nothing can happen from this point on, supposedly. So I don't know how they're going to approve a budget. They're saying they want to approve it. They can do for uh, an emergency meeting. They can meet for that. But the budget is just something you do all the time, and it's not even their budget. So another guy said, there's no way this is going to happen. I don't even know why we're talking about it. You got stressing out. It's not going to happen. So we'll see. What do you think about the possibility that there's a backdoor deal between Biden and the go-betweens with the Iranians about holding this thing up until they come to some sort of agreement? And so for Iran, just to keep stalling, they're, they're – um, their position remains unchanged. Okay, here's the thing why that doesn't work. Well, because what needs to happen is Iran needs to come to the table and the deal needs to start back. Because right now, Iran is stealing $6 million a day, probably $60 million a day, not billion. But once the sanctions are removed, they have access to $600 million a day because now all their money is worth something again. All the countries can now do business with them. They don't need Iraq. They don't need to smuggle things across, charge for items, or hide bank accounts after that because now they have their own money, which we know is in the basket and is going to be worth even more after the RV happens. So it makes more sense for them to do that sooner rather than later. Don't drag it out trying to steal, you know, pennies, nickels, and dimes when you got, you know, 10s, 20s, and 50s sitting over there on the other table. So I don't see them making a deal we're going to let you steal for another month and then come back to the table. It makes more sense to come back to the table tomorrow and make, you know, a hundred times what you're getting. And that's why Iraq has invited them to the meeting at the end of the month, hoping hoping it'll work out and the deal can go from there. Now, if I was Biden, though, and I want them to come back to the table and I wanted it to go, the better thing for me to do would be to cut them off, period. I mean, we've already been putting pressure on them for years or I mean, since Trump backing them in a corner, well, shoot, why don't Biden just go in and slam the door? I'm cutting it all off. I'm doing it. We're doing the auctions. We're not getting anything anymore. I'm arresting all of them. So now you have no source but to come back to the table so you can eat. You can do that. It's a better way, and you're going to make 100 times more than you were making. So that makes more sense. Okay. So my last my last um, query was on the people that are demonstrating and starting to come out more. Do you think it's probable that what's happened in the past will happen again, where the militias will come out and start killing them and cause a cause a major internal upheaval within the country? And the people that are on the short end of the stick, they're they're just getting shot like they were before, and 
no substantial action against the militias has taken place because the Iraqi military isn't capable. What are your thoughts? Well, I think that if it happens this time, leadership is different with al Qaeda. I don't think he's going to let people come onto the streets and just shoot them down, which it could possibly happen because it would be going to do exactly what Iran wants, chaos in the streets. Now we got a civil war. Now we got U.S. coming in trying to clean it up. Now everybody backs out their deal because, oh, wait a minute. This thing just did a complete 180 <laughs> again. So none of our agreements will sit. I'm not putting any money into it. I'm not even loaning you any money because now, you know, all deals are off because I don't know what's going to happen. So I don't think they can afford to let it get to that point again. But if it does, they, they definitely can't just stand by and watch them shoot people in the street like Maliki was doing, a body was doing, because it was serving their purpose. I don't think al has the same purpose that they did. Right, right. Well, I, uh, I guess my thought is, is that the militias were a problem before. They're still a problem. And so the strategy of not wanting to stir the soup for fear that you're going to upset the mix is going to be uh, an ongoing problem until that is fixed. Just my thoughts. Um, Tony, I really appreciate I, I, I agree with you. Well, yeah. and I think it's going to be there. It's going to be there for a long time to come because Iran still wants to influence Iraq. Probably even after they get their money, they want to own that country just like China now wants to do, just like the U.S. wants to do. But it's a matter where China is trying to buy it. The U.S. is trying to politicize it. And Iran is using brute force. This is going to take over. Sure. Catch-22. That ring a bell? Yeah. Or 33. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, goodness. Well, I, I look forward to our barbecue reunion, Ray, Tony. Okay. I really okay. do look forward to that. And uh, hopefully, while I still have a function of, of my uh, artificial smile so that I'll be able to chew it and not have to drink it through a straw. And uh, so we'll just keep our fingers crossed and um, and keep praying on it for sure. So right, have sir. a great day, both right. of you guys, yeah. and we'll look forward right. to uh, to Friday's call. Okay, take All care. Right. Thank you, sir. You bet. Six one zero area code. You are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray. Hey, good morning, Tony. It is G Man MPA. Greetings, hey, sir. How are you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. Hey, Tony, it's heating up out here in the Northeast today. We got a heat index of 103. Man, you're getting some of my weather, huh? I will tell you, today it is 104 here today. Ooh, man, that is hot. It is hot. And I'm sure Ray is feeling some of that warmth as well. Oh, yeah. I don't know. 
North Carolina is feeling their average weather. You know, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Long version, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to make donations in order to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red donate button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And as a reminder, when you're making out your checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app to do that. And when you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in in all capital letters, TNT, hit the space bar once, and in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. To donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app. And when you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in in all capital letters, TNT, hit the space bar once, and in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. And your donations will go through electronically. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. And when you are sending in your donations, please remember to include your phone number. That way it will make it easier for Ray to track those donations as they come in. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information and as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principles, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and rally, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right, sir. Thank you very much. Hold on. I got something to say. <laughs> Man, All right. I'm here. This forever. <laughs> so, um, first of all, I was just trying to get to 1,000 customers. We're 998. How many people have never paid? I don't care if somebody just spent a dollar. Because I just want to get that part over at least a thousand out of 124,000 have paid at least one class. So that's two people. Some of us, I don't want to talk about it anymore. People talk about this. So when you say know your worth, people need to know their worth. And I just, 
How do you say K-Y-W, know your worth. Every time I start laughing, because it makes me think of K-Y Jelly. <laughs> we got somebody doing that. Up. Okay, what are they talking about? <laughs> oh man! Well, be careful with that. Be careful. That that could be a slippery slope. Be careful. But. The other thing is you're absolutely right. We should know our worth. And I know my worth, and I'm going to talk to Ray about it after this call. Thank you for bringing it up. Anyway, all right. I've been wanting to say that forever because every time you say it, this is just cracks me up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you, sir. Okay, 972, Eric you are on. Hello, Danny in Dallas. How you guys doing? Hey, Danny. All right. Yeah, uh, super fantastic. How you doing, sir, man? to the nth degree. I, I am uh, wonderful. I'm encouraged. Uh, you, you really got me encouraged last call, Tony, so I'm just going to make me feel better about my situation because of your uh, concern. How's that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got an odd question, a, a different kind of question. I don't want to know about Iraq. I don't want to know about the white paper. I don't want to know any of that stuff because you guys pretty well have exhausted it and repeated it, and that's fine. I, I'm glad that people that haven't tuned in are getting that material. I want to ask you about wealth managers, and uh, Tony, this may be uh, your forte, but uh, I know it may be raised as well. I'm assuming a couple of things, and we know what that means. Um there's probably, maybe a generous suggestion here, there may be 10% of uh, the, the family that uh, has ever dealt with a wealth manager. There, it may be 2%. I really don't know. I know that uh, of all the contacts I have in uh, business and everything else, I might, you know, uh, you know five, let's just say 500 people, three of them have wealth managers. So I'm, I'm assuming maybe that two uh, percent might be there. I'm concerned, not concerned. I'm curious. You have contacts all over the place, and probably some of those have that shingle outside their door saying they're a wealth manager. Uh, are you from from that list? If it exists, do you get any feedback from them as far as exposure in general to uh, to other wealth managers? Or is this still kind of a closed system until it erupts? Oh, yeah, until it actually happens. Unless you, I mean, if you, you have money, you can walk in the bank and talk to a wealth manager right now. If you want to talk to you about the dinar or dong or that, no. Because most of them don't have a clue. It's, it's not their area. And they won't have a clue when you go to them. All they'll know is you got a whole lot of money from somewhere. Let me show you what to do with it. So we're not going to talk about that portion. This is where I caution you guys. There are things out there you can look at and say how to interview a wealth manager because you want to know how. Even when that's your guy, you go get it set up. That don't mean I want to be stuck with him for life. It just means initially 
because I know what I want, he's going to make the arrangements. I may move to God forbid, Texas. But yet I still had to interview wealth managers themselves. I told you guys, I went and uh, I was trading stocks on my own. I made a lot of money. When I went to a firm, met with the guy, sat in his office, he showed me all his credentials and all the celebrities and this and that and Shoot, I lost $85,000 in 15 minutes. He had stood there and told me I've never lost a dime of any of my people's money, blah, blah, blah. And then I lost another 65000 So I'm just the one unlucky guy who he lost money for. <laughs> Every wealth manager is going to tell you they're the second coming of Jesus. They are, and that's what they're supposed to do. They're trying to get your service. You have to look through the BS. You got to say, you know, uh, give me some facts. Look what we've done. Let's run a test period. Because you say, give me some of your clients I can talk to. You think they're going to give you the ones that they lost money on? No, of course Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> They're top ones. That's right. So you can't look at that. You got to have some knowledge, at least, plan or idea of what you want to get accomplished See if they can do that and only do it for a temporary period of time and let them know. And that's why I've always said diversify. i got two banks. This is what I'm doing. Whoever produces in this 12 months or 24 months, you get the other guy's accounts. Now I'm moving it all to you, which means what? they got to do the best they can do knowing I could get an extra $100 million or $50 million or, or, or $10 million that I can work with next time as long as I'm concentrating doing the best I can do. And I know I'm not guessing or wondering, thinking they've already told me this guy over here is doing the same thing. So that's who I'm in competition with. Right. That makes right. sense? Okay. Okay. Uh, what about my 10% or 2%? Do you, do you have a gut feeling on that uh, uh, inside the family? Uh, how many people have dealt with wealth managers? Well, I'm just saying, uh, the family is the family. And most of us are, are on this call because we're we're kind of anxious to get moving with life. But there's probably a few. I mean, I can think of just a few right now that I have contact with that, that deal with managers on a regular basis. I don't know if they have actually exposed this situation to their wealth managers. I'm curious in the family if that has happened. Now, you did not uh, uh, say no. whether or not you have direct contact with, with wealth managers as far as your your input and that sort of thing. Uh, so I'm assuming yeah, I, it I, may not even be 2%. Yeah, I, I think it's less than 2%. Uh, okay. That, that well, actually told them, hey, this is here in the future. And that is because you know, people with money, especially a guy said, hey, man, I'm going to move 100000 over here. His wealth manager says, what are you doing? I mean, don't, don't I tell you what to do yeah. with your money? Yeah, but in this yeah. case, I'm going to do this. So, and that they probably re- revealed it to him. Most people wouldn't even want their wealth manager to know because they don't want him to think they're crazy. Oh, now you're just throwing away money. They're going <laughs> to advise them against it. So they would just spend... Uh, a little of it. 
But the bigger portion of your question is how many even have a wealth manager? <laughs> sure. It's less than 1%. And then less than 1% of there, they even talk to them about it. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Okay, here, here's another uh, run around this tree. Um, the dong, at least in, in the circles that I have contact with, is expected to uh, to generate quite a bit more va- uh, value in the near future. I've heard that from several sources as I have exposure to dong. Now, maybe that's not out there that far. Maybe it's just in those places or with those people that uh, that are, uh, have currencies to sell. But if that are, is a recognized aspect of future um, value, it would seem that, that uh, those uh, who have exposure to wealth managers would at least examine that possibility with their wealth manager. I'm thinking about doing this. There's a good track record here with the dong. Uh, they're growing at... Uh, you know, five, six, seven percent GDP a year. Um, their their currency is really small, and there seems to be some information about it growing in the near future. Disregarding the the uh, um, the the current uh, the world the currency situation. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, disregarding that. Uh, might that be for those few among us who have those contacts with uh, wealth managers? Might that be a way to pursue it? I'm not uh, saying that I'm able, but I'm kind of laying it out there for those that have contact to examine the dong because it seems to be an expected winner, regardless of the of the the world currency exchange. So it's okay. that's just me. So it, if that doesn't make sense, no, and, and, and it's a good idea. You want to discuss it because there's more articles coming about it and the growth. Uh, that's occurring over there right now and, and, and their expected growth. So I can talk to my wealth manager about it and he can say, okay, if you want to sit it over there or you want to buy some and we'll just let it grow in the next 10, 15 years and this will happen because that's going to be their plan because they don't know yeah. about the GCR. Most yeah. wealth managers who aren't part of the process will tell you there's no way in the world that's going to happen. RV's not going to happen because money doesn't right. work that way. And that's just because they're ignorant to the fact. And, you know, their branch or their region wasn't included in setting this up. But, but they'll see later. So I don't want people to get discouraged listening to financial people who don't really have a clue sure. about what's going right. on. But if right. it's just something basic about this economy can you give me all the information about their currency hey put in the work if you have a wealth manager put in the work that's what he's there for yeah yeah okay so uh summarizing it looks like that the wealth managers that would be in tune with this or at least aware of it not necessarily studying it are yet to be discovered because they're tied specifically to the tier one banks and a few others and uh, they're not talking Right? They're not, well, listen, they are talking to people who have been inquiring for years or people who they have a banking relationship with. They're not just talking to GP or general public, not at all. 
Yeah, that's me, GP. Right. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. Well, you've satisfied my curiosity. I will be uh, uh, not so anxiously awaiting Friday's call. I'll be in the background with All right. you guys on. I got to go back to work. Well, Can you believe it? We 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 not gonna have a call on Friday. If Ray don't know my work. But anyway. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, All thanks, right. fellas. Gotta go. See you. All righty, sir. Take care. Next is a 404 area code. Four oh four, you're on. Three seven zero. Nope. Okay. Two oh eight area code, you're on. Hi guys, how are we going? Fantastic. To the nth degree. And yourself. I am outstanding. Um have we got a new window yet? Uh, by the end of the month. Oh, that's good. You think that'll really happen? Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's a distinct possibility it should happen. But yeah, I know what you mean. Everything else we're right. here. Yeah. I'm glad I got to talk to you today. I hope everything's fine, and we'll talk to you hopefully on Friday. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. That was the last hand that was up. Oh, So we'll wrap it up and get out of here. All right, guys. Things are still looking great. They're super fantastic. They really, really are. They are soon. Hopefully, you should be over by the end of the month if you're looking for a date. For a time, there is a window um, within the month that they're particularly shooting for, but we're just going to go with the end of the month and see. And they narrowed it down even a little bit more, but let's just see what happens. The banks are hearing this week. I think they're off by three or four days, but they're hearing this week. So uh, we'll see what happens, but they're really, really excited about it. So I'm, I want to be excited with them. Uh, everything else is what it is, so it's great. It's a great day. So do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. If something happens, we'll tweet it out, later put it in the form, or we'll do another call. That's what we need to do. All right, enjoy your day, right? All right, folks, that's going to do it for this Hump Day Wednesday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire. Make it through it. Oh.
yourself out of the storm. The clouds will move. It's time for you to smile again. Mm. Come on, Sean. I believe my family will get better. I believe God will provide. I believe the promise that He made. Oh, I believe. Oh, already done. The blessing is yours. God's already pre-approved you for it. Come on, Bacardi. That my God is a healer, yes he is, and I believe that I will survive, oh I, I believe that God is able, oh I believe, I know it is already done. The word tells us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you.
don't remember anything else. I believe. Remember this. Your storm is over. I believe. Your rain is gone away. Clouds have moved. I believe. You made it through it. To stop conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, this session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Enjoy your hump day Wednesday. We're out of here.